Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. Whether or not you're someone who struggles with seasonal affective disorder, uh, longer nights, shorter days, darkness in general, you can have these tools in your toolbox. So we're calling it the winter mindset. Again, we are going through a transition of seasons, right? First form has officially released all things pumpkin spice. If you haven't taken advantage, highly recommend. Um, Starbucks, we all know. Uh, the filers have released their Black Friday promotion, right? It, this is happening. Change is coming, right? Whether It doesn't matter whether you live in Florida or New Mexico or Toronto, there is a change of season, right? Katie, I know I only know what holiday is coming up because Katie changes the towels that hang over our oven. Uh, so it reflects what, uh, what month or what holiday is coming up. Anyway, again, the reason I'm giving you all the examples is because you can't fight it right? It's just, it's inevitable. The sun is moving. The earth is moving. The moon is moving. Everything is moving. Now, what I do want to mention is that <laughs> this talk is not about snow. Okay. Uh, we have our friend Rita who's in New York joining us. The winter mindset isn't about the way you picture winter perfectly in New York city with, you know, Rockefeller center and the Rockettes and everyone is skating and they're holding hands and you're wearing a comfortable, expensive puffy coat. Okay. This is dark winter. So this is shorter days, less light, dark and dreary. It is cold. Okay. So I want to set that stage. I don't want you right now to be picturing perfect winter. I want you to be picturing like worst case scenario winter. All right, here we go. Now that I've said that doom and gloom, what Scandinavians can teach us about embracing winter? Okay, so in 2014, a researcher psychologist named Carrie Leibowitz moved to Norway, but it was specifically, and I might butcher the city, I apologize, uh, specifically a city called Tromso, which is over 200 miles north of the Arctic circle in order to see how people thrive during winters. Because if you've ever seen one of those world health organizations, like happiness rate, like countries that experience the highest levels of happiness, it's the Scandinavian countries. But how can we say that that happens when they barely see light? And based on what we know about light and vitamin D, and again, getting outside, like really Florida should be the happiest country. Okay. But What's interesting is that in Tromso, the sun doesn't rise at all for two whole months. At most, they get a few hours of indirect sunlight um, from the end of November to the end of January. That's it. But the residents of Tromso have low seasonal rates of depression. And as we know about Norway in general, one of the highest rates of happiness in the entire world. Take a look at the city. It's absolutely gorgeous. So let me reiterate, in Scandinavia, people live with some of the darkest, longest winters and yet are consistently ranked as the happiest people in the world. How do they do it? And what can we learn from them about our own winters? 
And in case you needed proof, again, this is a little bit old, um, but they really haven't changed that much. Here's a brief overview of the World Happiness Ranking Study. So this was stu this study was published in 2020. It took into account 2017 to 2019. So it's it's pretty recent. Um, you can see the Scandinavian countries are near the top top five. Uh, Canada's number 11. Whoop whoop. Uh, go team. And then the U.S. is number 16. So at least we break the top 17. USA. Uh, but anyway, what measures happiness? How do we, what is happiness, right? Life evaluation. So look at the first metric, life evaluation. This is exactly what it sounds like. How you perceive your life, how you evaluate your life, your mindset about your life. So yes, of course, income, very important, trust, friends, life expectancy, the freedom you feel like you experience in your country, those all factor in, but life evaluation is massive for moving the needle of happiness. Norway is six for GDP. United States is ninth, but it's which is pretty close. But again, look, Norway ranks 11 spots higher than the US for overall happiness. The United States, the United States ranks itself 6.89. In terms of life evaluation, that's out of 10. And Nora ranks itself 7.54. Not too bad. Not too bad. So how can we be like the Norse gods? How can we, how can we increase our life evaluation, specifically during winter? Number one, get outside. Ski Barbie. It'll be fun, they said. Um, although it can be a bit of a strain to get out, when, because it's uncomfortable. I remember there's a, a, oh my gosh, I'm picturing the cartoon right now. If you haven't seen it, I'll probably send it with the recap of this because it's, it's so funny. And it's just a stick figure that says my face is cold. Why do I live in a place where my face gets cold? And that's how I always felt about Canada. It was just, it was just so uncomfortable. But once you get a puffy coat on, or you maybe put the the, the ski mask, like the robber ski mask over your face, right? It always feels better than you thought it would. You really do adjust. It's less windy and less cold than it looked like from inside. You feel refreshed, right? As soon as you take that first deep breath, once your lungs are already coated with ice, it's really not that bad. You may feel even a little bit more perky and vital. I mean, look at the, I don't even want to call it a fad or a trend. Look at the, how many people are cold plunging now. We know how good for our health it is to bring our core temperatures down. It's great for inflammation. We'll get there. Okay. Anyway, you feel the benefits of being in contact with the elements. The same way I probably have encouraged you to take your shoes off and like go for a walk in your garden to ground you and get serotonin. I'm encouraging you to get your face cold. Now, again, this was hard for me. I remember hating the idea of doing Christmas in Boston with Katie's family. Again, I said, babe, this is why I ran away from Toronto. Like, I don't want to have to deal with a cold face, right? I grew up in Toronto, granted, uh, but until I was about 19, my mom would always take us to Florida. That's also one of the reasons I ended up here. For Hanukkah slash Christmas, we would go for two weeks to North Miami Beach, so I had something to look forward to, right? I learned to ski, but I wasn't good at it because I missed half of winter by being in Florida. So I really dreaded winter until Katie's family, um, 
it was really cute actually. Her mom's ex-girlfriend retaught me how to ski as an adult. They took me on ski trips. We did the cabin experience. We'd make fires. I I got a Christmas tree for the first time ever. And now I cannot wait to go back on our next family ski trip. So whether or not you live in snow, there is psychological research that talks about the benefits of being in nature in general, right? It indicates that even a short amount of time spent outdoors improves our mood and our mental health. And again, physical benefits to lowering your core temperature. The chief executive of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen refers to these benefits as coming from, I love this phrase, outdorphins, right? You've heard me say endorphins, eh, play on words, very funny. Outdorphins and says that when we when they follow people over time, they're just happier when they're outdoors. Number two, make winter special. So this is a Jewish family celebrating Hanukkah, the festival of lights. You can see some deep fried foods, right? Create special rituals or cultures, right? If you think about it, during winter, Christmas and Hanukkah, right? They they typically happen at the same time, but also they're all they're both lights, Christmas lights, ornaments on the Christmas tree, lights on the Christmas tree, the star that hangs there, right? Lights outside your house, a warm fire, Hanukkah, eight days of lights, festival of lights. We light a candle each night for eight nights. So making winter special isn't just about skiing, warm beverages. It's about feeling content. It's about a sense of coziness that isn't just physical, but psychological. Remember that being with people in that environment, that's the hormone of oxytocin. That's the one we get from being close to people. When we get a hug, when we shake hands, um, right? If someone pats you on the back, it's good to see you again. That's oxytocin. And that happens when we get to celebrate holidays. So they bring us closer to our friends and family. Sometimes we don't want to be closer with our family, but that's why Friendsgiving is a thing or Festivus, right? If you don't celebrate a religious holiday, that's totally okay. Find anything to celebrate this time of year. Make yourself Captain Winter. So this is a mindset. Changing your mindset starts with changing your mindset, right? Try to appreciate winter in your thoughts and your speech. When it comes to your thoughts, start by figuring out what you like about the winter. Maybe it's the chance. Maybe you you are someone who genuinely gets ex- excited about pumpkin spice lattes, right? Your friends might make fun of you, but that's totally okay. I genuinely get excited actually about the first form level one pumpkin spice drop. That's it, Right. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to get absorbed in uh, soups or cooking, like like a recipe that is definitely more fall or winter rather than it is spring or summer, right? Or reading or art, something that again, man, because I can't go outside and do this and that, landscaping, work in my garden, maybe I'll use that creativity to do something else inside. Maybe it's the way the world goes quiet after a fresh snowfall. Then whatever it is, whenever you found your thing, focus on that thing that much more. Get excited. Almost think of it like a lot of clients dread cardio. And I get that. It is boring and miserable until you see it as an opportunity to maybe catch up on your favorite Netflix show that you sometimes feel guilty watching with your significant other because you should be talking or something. Or it's an opportunity to watch a podcast or listen to a podcast or it's just an opportunity to do nothing 
right? It's your, it's your chance to let your mind go wild. Having a positive wintertime mindset doesn't mean denying the realities of winter or pretending you don't pretending you like every aspect of it, right? When it snows, it's equally true that you might have to shovel your driveway, but also you use it as the light is beautiful, right? This is your winter wonderland, right? Whichever one though, you pay more attention to, oh my God, I have to shovel the driveway again. Oh my God, my car has to warm up for 12 minutes and then I have to chip away at the ice or, oh my gosh, everything's so beautiful. Oh my God, the snow is untouched. Appoint yourself a wintertime ambassador this year and encourage everyone around you to notice what they like about winter as well. When you all come into the office and start commiserating about how long it had to take you to warm up your car, reframe it, right? Ah, uh, yeah, but it meant that I got 10 extra minutes with the dogs in the morning or something like that, right? Again, what do you like about it? If you're trying to shift your wintertime mindset, start Try starting with whatever strategy feels easiest or more appealing to you, right? Again, we, I mentioned the level one pumpkin spice, but also Friendsgiving. We love Friendsgiving. We don't see family on Thanksgiving. We go, again, we go home to Katie's family for Christmas and my mom's Canadian, so we don't do Thanksgiving in Canada. Um, we look forward to our Friendsgiving. And then I look forward to the outside and then I come back to making myself Captain Winter. So that's the order I go in. But you want to make sure always, always, always you welcome the shifts in seasons instead of regretting or resenting them because it puts you, it makes you aligned as cheesy as this sounds with, with mother nature and with the rhythm of darkness and light, right? With nature in general, which also might help put things in our life into perspective, that it's okay that life has seasons of light and dark. But even when it's dark, number one, we can find silver lighting. We can find something we we can still kind of enjoy about the dark, but also it makes us appreciate the light that much more. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.